let me paint you a picture. You're scrolling around on YouTube and watching the newest and greatest video from your bestie, Loey Lane. Or your bestie, Snitchery, should she ever post? <laughs> Listen, it's a rare sight, but it happens. And suddenly, the countdown begins in the corner. Ads in five, four, three, two, one. So far, so YouTube, right? If you don't have YouTube premium, honestly, when people don't and I see the little ad counter at a friend's house, I'm like, what are you doing? How do you live <laughs> like this? But this time, the ad that pops up for you is a little different. It looks and sounds a lot like Pokemon. And you're like, oh my God, it's classic pixelated Pokemon. We love this, except it's not Pokemon. We don't love it. What pops up is something far more sinister. Pixelated corpses of people and animals everywhere. A loud and dissonant screech is playing over the soundtrack, and occasionally sound effects of roars punctuate the disturbing imagery. This is no lavender town. It gets faster and faster and more and more violent as the ad goes along. And you're literally like, what is happening? I thought this was Pokemon. There are these cryptic messages saying things like, have you ever noticed that the more monsters we capture, the more we become monsters, it's giving PETA. It's giving PETA. Well, if you're anything like yours truly who loves to stream a little horror game on a Friday night, you're probably thinking, oh my God, what is this game? It sounds amazing. And right when you think that, right when it has you hooked because you've never seen anything like this before, the title finally pops up. Evertale. But there's just one problem. If you play Evertale today, the game that you see in this clip is nothing like the game being advertised. In fact, Evertale isn't even a horror game, and it never was. And we're not just talking one ad. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of the most disturbing animated little moving pictures you have literally ever seen. So what gives? Today, we're going to dive in and discuss the creepy and disturbing Evertale ads and figure out, are these ads hinting at something dark hidden inside the game, or are we dealing with one massive scam? Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your friendly neighborhood true believer, also friendly neighborhood horror game streamer, who's kind of disappointed that Evertale as a game doesn't really exist the way that it's been advertised. And I am Eleanor, your neighborhood Pokemon trainer, probably the <laughs> oldest in existence. I feel like they all kind of tap out like, right? in teenage years. I do have a Pokemon tattoo, big Pokemon fan, and somehow, I don't know if you guys are the same, I had never heard of this sinister Pokemon knockoff. I was so excited when I heard about today's topic. Well, together, us Pokemon trainers are the gruesome twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for. We might scare ourselves into staying up all night. We might catch them all. And by we, I mean me. I've been working on it since I was like eight. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride today. This has so much more than even meets the eye when we talk about a game that has hundreds of ads not relating to the content within it that are also all horror themed. I don't know if you guys are like me. I love a good Danny Gonzalez video. And I feel like he always talks about like weird internet ads, like, I don't know, video game ads where suddenly everyone is like cheating on each other or grandma is hiding a key under the basement. And then you get into the game and it's nothing like that. 
I love those two examples. <laughs> Everybody <sighs> is cheating on each other or grandma is hiding a key in the basement. Is that weird? That's like the two big examples I can think of. I don't know which is worse. Which is There's more this one on TikTok right now for some game and it's like, this girl and an animated character walking side by side and the animated character is like, promise me that in three days time, I will become the empress. The human is like, what? <laughs> like, that's just, that's the whole ad. I love absurd cater towards Gen Z marketing. I feel like I've seen a lot of weird mobile game ads mm -hmm. and they are notorious for being bizarre. But Evertale, I think, takes the cake for most disturbing, first and foremost, most unsolved, I suppose and just all around most bizarre. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So if you're anything like us and you've never heard of Evertale before, it is a mobile game for the Android and iOS platforms created by a company called Zigzag Game. And it features monster catching, recruitable characters, and massive story content. So it's basically a Pokemon clone, but for mobile. Most importantly, it's like a gotcha game. For those of you who don't know, a gotcha game is a video game that implements some sort of slot machine mechanic. This would be similar to loot boxes. So gotcha games invite players to spend in-game currency to receive a random virtual item or character. The in-game currency can be gained through gameplay or by purchasing it from the game publisher using real life money. Most gotcha games are mobile games and free to play, at least in theory, but they're also usually difficult enough that the gotcha serves as an incentive to spend real world money. It can be a pretty predatory business model, but it's also a really popular one, and I think one that we see primarily nowadays with things like Fortnite on the market, which is free to play, or I play Valorant. You know, it's it's free to play, but then if you want to participate in the seasons further or you want any fun items or new skins or anything, that's where you've got to pay. So in Evertale specifically, you play as a crest bearer, which is their unlicensed version of a Pokemon <laughs> trainer, but it's essentially it. the same thing. And in this world, it's a little unlike Pokemon in that something has gone amiss. The entire world is suffering from a curse called pandemonium and only the crest bearers can stop it. So you're a Pokemon trainer, but you're also saving the world. Like, it's not just the Pokemon game, it's a Pokemon movie, you know? Like, Entei is loose. It's like Pokemon X and Y. In exactly. terms of you're saving the world, man. Exactly. So, droidgamers.com, surprisingly, described it as, quote, solidly written and hmm. told, if a little full of cliches. When you were describing this game to me, I thought it was just like, kind of a complete joke. I don't really know. I know we were focusing on the ads, it's a gotcha mm. game. 
it seems like it was a legitimate, it is a legitimate game. I don't know why I'm using past tense. <laughs> She's out there, you know, you could play it for yourself. Much like Pokemon, again, the combat system is turn-based. You wear down the monsters you're fighting, and then you can try to catch it. It is pretty much a one-for-one -one clone. If you succeed, you get the little monster. The art style is, like I said, much much similar to Pokemon as well. Hand-drawn characters, pixelated environments. It looks cute. It looks a little cheap. It kind of works for the horror ads. I don't know how well it works in gameplay. Mm -hmm. Droid Gamers also said it's a joy to behold, so I don't know who was paying off Droid Gamers. Droid Gamers, but, uh, a joy to behold. Fan. They have not enjoyed a game this much since Tetris 64. <laughs> it's true. Um, you know, by all accounts, it doesn't seem like this game is actually too bad. It's just kind of like a cute, sort of cheap, you know, harmless Pokemon knockoff. Yeah. So, why are the ads for this game as disturbing as they are? That's what we're going to get into today. Like you described it, this is yet another Pokemon clone. Not the first, and certainly will not be the last. But there's a very specific reason that Evertail stands out from the crowd, at least for us, and it's not the cutesy gameplay mechanics or all the fun characters that you can meet. It's unclear exactly when this whole thing started, but sometime in 2020, ads for Evertail began to roll out onto YouTube, Google, and various app stores that promoted something else entirely from the game that Eleanor described for you. These ads looked like a horror game, containing creepy noises, cryptic dialogue, blood, gore, and appeared less like Pokemon and more like some kind of indie horror game. Think like Yume Nikki or Amori. In early February 2021, Redditor the RPG Nerd posted about these strange ads to the ARG subreddit. He wrote, Hello, first time poster, long time fan of ARGs. I've been seeing these weird ads for the game Evertale that seem completely unrelated to the game itself. I know these don't look like they'd be actual ads, but I can confirm I've seen at least two like these. I can't find the one that I recently saw, but if it comes up again, I'll link it as well. And then he links three ads. So in the first video, you're shown a top-down black-and-white game that looks very Game Boy-era Pokemon, honestly, right before I started playing. Uh, what was your first Pokemon game? Ooh, I my first ever Pokemon game was Pokemon Crystal. So I was second gen. Okay. Second generation. Okay. I was a Ruby girl, so okay. we had we had sense. the Game Boy Advance. But here the video has Japanese text, it has no music, and it's centered on this little boy character. Honestly, it looks a lot like Pokemon until you notice that there are sprites for two dead bodies just lingering near the boy. Casual. We got a couple pixelated little corpses here. Now there's a house nearby and the boy heads inside. Honestly, I would try to escape the corpses as well. And inside there's a recreation of Pokemon's choose your starter Pokemon scene. We all know it. It has the three balls. You're picking between Charmander. You're picking between Squirtle. Is anyone picking Bulbasaur? Honestly, probably not. But then a question mark appears over the balls and the screen glitches and it cuts to Japanese text on a black background. And you're like, oh no, this has suddenly somehow gotten creepier. The screen is intercut with scenes of a completely white background, and all of the sprites are pure black. The only other color on screen is red. It's blood. It's bloody everywhere. This ah. thing literally, ah, yeah. Okay, if I was like eight, 
oh my gosh. And this popped up on YouTube for me as an ad. Nightmares. Color me horrified. Nightmares. Color me actually horrified. They really do take it there. So the character then breaks the video game boundaries, um, which I always thought was fascinating as a kid. And he walks into this brighter, more colorful version of the game. Honestly, the game you're going to play if you try to download it onto your phone, right? Where he looks into a pool and he sees a distorted red-eyed version of himself. And then the Evertail logo pops up. Like what? Like what? We literally just took a journey. Uh-huh. From a cute little Pokemon gotcha style game into absolute like horror. I mean, uh-huh. dead pixelated bodies on screen. And this is being shown as pre-rolls on YouTube. It's crazy because the one of these videos could have been its own like creepy pasta mm, oh on its God, own, yeah. right? Like this would have been oh mint content as a kid to like scare all your friends. And uh -huh. there are hundreds of these hundreds. ads. To be specific, there are more than three hundred and twenty-two known creepy Evertail ads found by redditors, YouTubers, and just general internet sleuths. The person who helped us research this has pointed out that ever since he started looking into Evertail ads, at least one new ad pops up every single night on YouTube for him, almost always containing different footage, different dialogue, different scenarios. And it was soon discovered, of course, that none of this is in the game Evertail. It's all made up of unique assets or recycled assets from other games. Once again, there's a sort of curse happening in the plotline of Evertale, but it's not something this dark or dramatic, and the game itself is quite light, at least on the surface, and none of these ads ever had anything to do with the actual gameplay. Some characters in the ads were actual characters from Evertale, as well as characters from other zigzag game IPs, but all of them were redrawn specifically for these ads. In any case, TLDR, this is not Evertale. So... What are we dealing with? Up next, we're going to discuss some of the other creepy Evertail ads and try to figure out what in the world is going on here. Seriously, can anyone let me know? What could be more shocking than uncovering the dark secrets behind history's biggest stories? Realizing that everything you thought was true was a lie. Hi, it's Molly from the Parkhead series, Conspiracy Theories. Each week, we take a closer look at the blurred line between fact and fiction, revealing that there may be more to the so-called truth than you think. The rise and fall of J. Edgar Hoover, 75 years of Roswell, the tragic death of Princess Diana. On Conspiracy Theories, we leave no stone unturned and no skeptic unheard. Some may be just outlandish claims. Others may make you rethink everything. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast Conspiracy Theories. Listen free only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. More 
and more ads exactly like these have popped up since 2020 when this all began, and many of them are in English. All of them contain disturbing imagery like the one posted to the ARG subreddit. In one of them, there's cute music playing over a game that, I mean, just looks like Pokemon. Like, it literally just is Pokemon. And when you see these, it's just like somebody walking on a map, just like Pokemon. The sprites look just like Pokemon. The little monsters that they're showing, just like Pokemon. Like, Pokemon. You're just watching Pokemon. And that's what makes it so disturbing. Mm-hmm. Back to the ad again. Exactly like Pokemon, and the main character is talking to kind of like a Professor Oak-looking guy, asking... Why are we sacrificing monsters, Professor? The professor, in response to this question, points to a cabin with a cute Pikachu-type creature tied up outside and claims that the breeder inside is so obsessed with breeding monsters that she herself is now a monster. And then long slender man-type arms come from the house and grab the poor creature. It screams as it's pulled inside. And as blood rushes onto the porch... That cute music starts up all over again, like nothing ever happened. These are so in-depth. I know! Isn't that a crazy amount of detail for a video game ad? They're pretty impressive, honestly. I feel bad peppering another onto you guys, but I will give you a second example because I know you're curious. So in another ad, this has completely different graphics for some reason. We see a woman walk into an apartment in a big city and immediately she discovers dead bodies. So we're not starting off cute here. No, just coming home from work. A couple uh -huh. dead bodies, just, you know, little decor. Again, casual. I also love that it's never just one dead body and never no, there's dead always bodies. There's always friends. So she walks up to the TV and is presented with the message, the TV is making strange noises. Will you turn it on? Which we know is a Pokemon prompt with a prompt asking yes or no. She chooses yes, why would you not, and the game cuts to a close-up of static on TV. But when it cuts back to the game, a carbon copy of the woman is standing next to her with the static over her eyes. So a doppelganger, a staticky doppelganger standing next to this woman. She jumps and the footage cuts away. Oh, that's creepy. Ooh, like that kind of chills, icky, icky. Listen, we could go on and on. We could talk about this all day, baby. We could describe each and every one of the over 322 known, just known and documented creepy Evertale ads. One YouTuber in particular, whose name is kind of just a symbol that I can't really pronounce, has been posting all of the Evertale ads as they find them. And this YouTuber points out that the Evertale horror ad campaign's main target seems to be the Japanese audience. This user claims that Zigzag Games' advertisement team is, for the most part, Japanese, with a few employees in the USA and Taiwan. Once the ads are released to the Japanese audience, someone else takes them and translates them into English, French, Chinese, sometimes even Korean and German. So, to recap, not only do we have at least, at least, at minimum, 322 of these really bizarre ads, they're all available in like six languages. It's like it's a massively in-depth project, mm -hmm. and I dare say it's garnered significantly more attention than the game itself, which I guess is the point of ads. But if you're sitting at home, you're probably thinking like, literally, what is the point? What is going on here? Is the game an advertisement for the ads? Are the ads an advertisement for the game? And honestly, nobody knows. It's been two years since these ads started popping up. They continue to pop up and nobody has an answer. We even tried emailing Zigzag Game ourselves. We haven't received any response back. That's like so often the case in things like mm -hmm. ARGs, creepy things. It keeps the mystery going, right? So all we have to work on are theories. 
Some people believe that this is a large-scale ARG. I guess if you watch them all together, mm-hmm. um, you know, you kind of get a story out of Almost it. Almost like a movie. Sure, yeah. There's there's a point to all of this. It's not just carnage. Hamage on the Creepy Evertale subreddit. Everything we talk about has a subreddit, man. <laughs> That's like the promised land. It's a cornerstone. Yes, for our creepy content. They point out that all of the ads seem to be interconnected through a common narrative. So people have begun to suspect that there is a longer story, that there is a real through line here. Then there are others who believe this is all a publicity stunt and there is no through line whatsoever. One Redditor named Lone Galaxy points out that they've been following the story since it started, and their best guess is that Evertail is gearing up for some sort of event within the game. They claim that if you check the version history on the App Store, the last few updates have been bug fixes and mentions of preparing for a new event that has not yet come out. But it's also been two years since this all started. So Mm -hmm. how long can that really take? Obviously, these are misleading advertisements. I think even people who enjoy them are not too invested in Evertale as a game and are just Mm -hmm. sort of following this potential ARG would agree that the ads completely mismatch the actual gameplay itself. So anybody who's brought in by these ads and tries to play this game is going to (laughs) be severely disappointed, which has also led some people to believe that this is a complete scam. Mm. So YouTuber Goose Boos, love, love. it's time for a century rebrand because everyone has better (laughs) usernames than me. They made a video about possible ARG and video game scams on June 16th, 2021, and they called it This Game Is Lying To You. If you type in Evertail at Creepy Ads, I think this video will be one of the first ones that comes up. It like has Evertail like in the thumbnail. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the first things that comes up. Yeah. In this video, he covers Evertail's ads and calls it all blatant false advertising. So this is the stance that like there's really no artfulness behind it. It's just to bring people into the game for the sake of marketing. Basically, he believes that these ads were designed for the sole purpose of getting people to talk about how different the game is from the ads. Mm -hmm. So kind of the conspiracy that like the creators of the Sonic movie made him really scary on purpose. Yeah. So that we could all be like, oh, my God, that looks insane. So that when their actual design came out, it was like, wow, it looks so much better. And everyone was talking about it, which I think there's some credibility to that. Yeah. Um, I think we can both agree and everybody listening can agree that like this is definitely a marketing ploy of some kind. Before the ads even started, Evertail was a fairly popular game. So Gooseboos, <laughs> my bestie <laughs> Gooseboos, pointed out that before the campaign and before the ads turned, the game was actually pretty popular. It had over 20,000 five-star ratings on the Apple Store, which, I mean, what percentage of people rate the game and what percentage yeah. of those people rate it five stars? So it was a pretty popular game. But since the ads have come out and they've completely changed their marketing tactic, um, thousands of worse ratings have begun to pop up because people are seeing these ads and they're like, oh my God, a horror Pokemon knockoff. And then they get in the game and they're like, Pokemon slot machine? Like, uh, there's a disconnect here. Yeah. So they really have started to anger some people that are coming to the game. Now, if you're game developers, do you care that people are mad if they downloaded your game, right? Like you're still selling your ads. They probably don't care. You are my ARG specialist. Yes. You've encountered lots of these. You are really familiar with horror, like indie horror projects. Are these ads giving you ARG? Are they giving you like an actual Mm -hmm. deliberate worthwhile story to look into with hints and a through line? Or is it more so you're just getting scam, marketing scam? What's your vibe? It's so funny because we've changed so much from season one to now where it's like we used to sit here and be like, do you believe that this is a real ghost too? Mm -hmm. Is this a scam or is it supposed (laughs) to be a story? Um, 
you know, it's so unfortunate. I wish it was an ARG. I really mm-hmm. do. But after watching five of these, I guess that there could be some sort of through line in terms of like they're sacrificing the monsters and there mm-hmm. are creepy elements and dead bodies. But other than that, I think it's all just shock factor. See, that's so interesting. I'm, I don't think, I mean, I do <gasps> think, okay. If I had to put to paper what I believe, it just seems too in depth. Like ultimately these ads are so well done and they're so creative. Even if this development company brought on a team to execute these ads, I still believe that the team who's doing it seems to care. That there seems to be some kind of story there or like purpose That's to what they're true. doing. That's probably really true. You know, I keep bringing up other games to compare this to, but also Fortnite did a big ARG kind of thing mm-hmm. where, I mean, they deleted their entire game and just replaced it with a portal for days. People were livid. People were pissed. People were leaving like nasty comments or reviews saying, I'm never playing your game again. You took it offline. Mm-hmm. Do you think they cared? No, because they were gearing up for the next season, which had fishing and all these new elements and stuff. And they were also implementing a real life ARG where they were hiding things in the desert of California. And the payoff for that was much more than any kind of backlash. Mm -hmm. So I can see a world where what you're saying is true. And it's all just a really big build up for maybe something that's coming within the game. I don't even know if I believe that, to be honest. No, I mean, maybe I think I think the ad team and the game team is completely separate. Uh, okay, like, I think okay. the ad team was given, like, gotcha. here's a project, execute it. And now they're, like, executing their creative vision and the game is doing its own thing. Gotcha. Wow. That's a really interesting theory, but makes a lot of sense. Because they, they see, like you said, it's been two years they've yep. been running these ads. The game has not changed at all. No, nope. But the ads continue to go up and continue to change and the story continues to develop. If we were to ask ourselves why the developer is doing this, I feel like the answer is pretty simple. And that's just that it garners mm-hmm. more attention, right? For sure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about it otherwise. Exactly. Like literally doing exactly what they want because we're talking about these ads. That to say, would you ever play the game that the ads are portraying? Yes, in a heartbeat. It's actually, it's heartbreaking that it doesn't exist. I find it really strange that, and maybe they exist and I just don't know about them, but we all have such a set of, not we all, people Mm -hmm. of our age group have such a sense of nostalgia for that top down, like pixelated style. And we all were traumatized by those little indie, like whether it was Pokemon or My Little Pony or whatever, those little Mm -hmm. weird indie games that people used to make. I'm kind of surprised that no large scale developer has actually taken that on and tried to make a nostalgia based horror game that's like really in depth and gives you, you know, tens of hours of gameplay. Because if you look at Undertale, that was huge. It was massive. And a lot of that was because people are nostalgic for that style of art and video games. And to give it like a more sophisticated plot, it's really freaking cool. I really wish this existed. Me too, man. I have to know what you guys are thinking about this. Is Evertale a pay-to-win game that took a bizarre marketing approach that is basically one giant scam? Or is there something deeper and darker beneath the surface? Let us know all over social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loey and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends.
Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kibben. Research and script writing provided by Judd Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. <laughs>